Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. Charles Boda. Hello. And Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. Um, this week, we are going to give you our review of Biergarten, the restaurant in Germany, the buffet restaurant in Germany. Um, now, it has been quite a while since I have been to this restaurant, mainly because every time I've eaten there, the food has been something left of horrendous. Um, and uh, so I just, plus I'm not a huge fan of German food, just yeah. in general, but decided, you know what, let's go check it out. And I'm glad we did, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, now I have a more, a little more nuanced view of it. My 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 feelings toward it aren't quite as extreme as they were, but um, let's go ahead and talk about uh, about this experience. Uh, first of all, this is the restaurant that is located in the Germany Pavilion at Epcot's World Showcase, and uh, is one of the better themed yeah restaurants. I think yeah, very mm-hmm. immersive in World Showcase, uh, eclipsed only by arguably uh, uh, San Angel. Uh, San Angelin. San Angelin yeah. in Mexico. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of, you're eating in an, what if what would feel like a, a nighttime outdoor Oktoberfest. Town center. Yeah. Town center type of uh, location. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big negatives about this restaurant, before I even get to the food, uh, is the way seating is handled. Now, because it's supposed to be Oktoberfest, I guess, mm-hmm. um, everything is long tables uh, that seat up to eight people. And you do not get your own table if you are not a party of eight. They are seating other Even though there were plenty of tables open mm-hmm. all around us, uh, we were still seated with two other families. Um, and it's just plain Awkward. We did not talk to these people. We did not interact with these people. Um, I, I, nor did I really want to. I don't like on cruises. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Don't sit me on a table with other people. I. Some people love that stuff and they want to make friends with everybody. And I'm not one of them. I, yeah, I was just gonna say there should be the option of maybe they split it down the middle of you know. Are, do you want the genuine, real mm-hmm. experience of all sitting together at a beer garden, or would you like your own table? I think that. I don't mind that they want to have the, the the theming of that's the way that beer gardens are and beer halls might be in, in Germany. Mm-hmm. So so I get that, and I get why they want to have that, to, to have you involved in that culture and that how it is in Germany. But for Americans that don't feel comfortable with that, there should be the other option. Right. Well, and especially when the restaurant is pretty much empty. Yeah. I mean, there was nobody there the day that we ate there. Yeah. And so there were all these open tables, yet we're all clustered together right. at this one, and it was just uncomfortable. And I wasn't, uh, you know, that by itself would probably all but guarantee I will not go back here again unless I'm with a, big, with a larger party. Yeah. Honestly, I, um, off the past two experiences that I've had here, um, the first time I was with one other person, this time I was with you two, and... The first time uh, the person I was with decided to, like, talk to other people, and I was like, oh, don't start the conversation. Then I'm going to have to get involved. Um, But, (laughs) no, it turns out that it actually ended up well. Um, I'm not the kind of person who likes to make friends with strangers generally, so I'm not super psyched about this aspect of it. But even with that one detractor, the rest of it, like, once we get more in-depth into the theming and stuff like that, 
even though I am totally anxious and weird and awkward when it comes to that, I still think the benefits of this place more than make up for that that one kind of annoying thing. And also, we impose our own awkwardness on ourselves. So a lot of times, you'll see tables where... No, 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 no. Awkwardness like, is opposed to imposed upon me when I am forced to sit no. with a bunch of people I don't know. What I mean is the the expectation. Like, I didn't see the other family looking at us weird like, hey, these guys aren't talking. They weren't trying to talk to us and we weren't trying to talk to them. Which so. makes it awkward. <laughs> In and of itself, that is awkward. I did not feel well, awkward. And it was young too, or it was awkward too because there was like a family with a young child and they were like trying to argue with their kid about eating certain food and like we're just sitting literally in the chair right next to them it's just like oh yeah that i would... feel like i was in their family room it like an intimate moment of like trying to reprimand their child yeah, and the mom Th- likes that, that was weird <laughs> and then the mom like snapped on her kid yeah. and started yelling <laughs> and at her six inches away from it her. was just yeah. it was it was as bad a communal dining experience as i could imagine yeah, yeah like in retrospect probably because i was having fun judging that parent but um <laughs> yeah she she kind of snapped on her kid and it was one of those things where I did feel like I'm witnessing something that maybe you should step away from the table of strangers before you say these things to your child right all right so enough of that let's talk about the food uh, again buffet style um, all you care to eat um, when did they start doing that from all you can eat <laughs> um, you remember how it used to be all you can eat and now it's all you care to eat but um, my first impression was the first item on the buffet, which was the salad, which was brown and wilted and did not look appetizing at all. But because I know with the diet I am currently, or the lifestyle, I should say, that I am currently following where I'm doing low carb, um, you know, salads are an important part of my meals whenever I can get them. Uh, It helps fill me up and it helps fill me up with things that aren't going to make me, you know, job of the hut um but so looking at wilted brown lettuce was not overly appealing i tried to pick around it to get the lettuce that wasn't brown um they had two choices in odd choices of dressing for uh, of salad dressing um one was a tarragon the other was a creamy herb and i went for the creamy herb and that was a mistake because I don't know if this was by design or it was like bad, uh, but it was very sour. It had a very sour taste to it. Mm. Uh, it was not appetizing at all. Mm-hmm. So my salad ended up going, going untouched. Not too far away from that. Um, and I'm just talking about the things I tried, not necessarily everything that was on mm-hmm. the buffet. Not too far away from that was a sausage salad which is every bit as bad as it sounds. Um, This was thinly sliced sausage, again, with some kind of tart, sour dressing. And I took a couple of bites of it and went, no, not going to be eating that. Mm. Um, Roasted chicken I added to my plate, which was unremarkable, but not bad. It was, you know, moist. It was not particularly flavorful. This really needed salt. Uh, Everything I ate really needed salt. It needed some kind of seasoning. Um, But asking for the salt was a process. I needed to ask three times uh, before I got it. But our server ended up redeeming herself. She ended up being really, really cool. Yeah. Um, And, um, you know, there was like, uh, I will say that there was bratwurst that was very good Mm -hmm. on on the menu. 
Uh, there were assorted sausages, German sausages that were quite good. The German meatballs, while probably not friendly to a keto diet, were incredibly good. Um, they had a roast pork carving station with uh, that was offering like a red wine reduction sauce on a selection of like apple applesauce, apricot chutney, and different mustards. Mm-hmm. That was quite good. Um, so you know there was some good stuff on the menu. It seemed like that first station, that first part of the buffet was terrible. That second part was better, and the third part where the carving station yeah. was was the was the winner. I th- I think that it's one of those things where, you know, if you're going into Epcot's, you know, German restaurant, play to Germany's strengths. So how often when you think of German food do you honestly think of a salad? It's probably not a place for, especially if you're a vegetarian, this is not the restaurant that you want to be going to. So when it comes to the salad, yeah, that did not look great. I didn't try it myself. I didn't even waste time with the salad. I just went straight to the meats. Um, if you do get a salad, you know, things like potato salad, which, you know, um, will be decent. I actually liked the cold cut salad, but I knew, or the sausage salad, but I kind of knew what I was in for, and I like sour stuff and I like any any measure of sausages and meats and cold cuts I like. Some standouts also the um, as far as that that salad station is the mushroom salad was really good. I, I enjoyed that. It's a cold mushroom salad. It's nothing phenomenal, but it's you know it, it's standard if you like mushrooms. But most of their standouts are your traditional German stuff. So that carving station, it also had the um, noodles with a, a dark brown gravy that you could uh, use. Uh, Spatzel is the name of those to add, which they did a good job with. Um, their hunter sauce and meatballs, once again, um, their bratwurst and kielbasa and any of the any of the stuff that you traditionally associate, what the pictures that pop up in your mind, German food, German restaurant, that's the stuff that they managed to do well, that they managed to kind of nail, that I really enjoyed. And... I'm surprised that, you know, I managed to leave here. I don't know about you guys, but I, I filled up pretty decently on this stuff with one, one gigantic plate and then one dessert plate. But I did not feel gross after we left and on the walk back, which I expected to. And every time I go into, you think German food and heavy and stuff like that. Um, you know, you probably don't want to ride it, uh, eat it right before Mission Space. But as far as like making you gross for an entire day, it didn't have that effect. Um, so a lot of the stuff that they had, um, when we get to desserts, we'll talk about that. But the beef rouladen, that was that was great. Their schnitzel was very good. So you know a lot of those German elements. It's not the best German place ever. But also, if you live in Orlando or in the general Florida area and you're local, we don't have a ton of German restaurants for you to visit. So comparably, we have a couple good ones that I go to. But this, it's not the worst German food you're going to have. And and also for me, um, uh, if you're following a low-carb diet, if you're doing keto, if you're doing Atkins, uh, this is one of the better options. Honestly, there was a mm-hmm. lot on this buffet that was really friendly for low carb. Um, and I even had mentioned it at the end of the meal that, you know, I, I can't, I really, really can't uh, uh, ding them on that because uh, as I'm doing this, it's almost two months now that mm-hmm. I've been doing this diet and lost 22 pounds doing it. Um, and, but, you know, when you go into a lot of places, You've got to make a lot of substitutions on the menus in order to eat that way. Um, and it was nice to go in and have 
a, a, a lot of choices between yeah. the different sausages and the, uh, the, um, the chicken, the pork, and things like that. It was good. It was plentiful. You can go back for as much as you want, and I'm not worried that I'm blowing, I'm blowing my diet. Yeah. Talk about your stuff, Steve. Yeah, so for me, there were... I think on average, everything was just okay for me. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a ton of things that blew me away, except, I. Uh, funny enough, the pretzel roll was so good. Oh, my God. It, you can get just a regular bread roll or a pretzel roll, which is essentially just a, a chunk of pretzel. And I did, I did take a taste, a small taste of this pretzel roll. And I wish I hadn't because it was without it. Maybe like, again, maybe it's like, you know, bread starvation, diet, madness. diet madness. But this was the best pretzel roll I had ever yeah. tasted in it my life. Amazing. It was outstanding. They, I, I think my only thing about it is I wish there was like some sort of cheese soup or something to go with it because I would have gotten that would have probably been my whole meal if I could have paired the two together. Um, but yeah, so, so good. Right below that, I would say, um, not well, not right below, but probably second to that. Uh, I did like the salmon. Uh, it was a salmon with mustard dill. Um, it kind of fell apart, so it was kind of almost hard to pick up, but it was really, really flavorful. Um, I also like the German meatballs, like you said. Um, the gravy on top, I think, was kind of what, what made it so good. The meatballs were not my, the actual meatballs, I didn't love as much as you, but I liked that gravy that they had. Um, and I will disagree with Charles a little bit on German food being their specialty, and that's what the best things were, because I was expecting the sausages to be something that were going to blow me away, like, oh, these German sausages are going to be the best mm-hmm. sausage I've ever had. And I just, I think in a buffet setting, they can't serve sausages hot just because of the nature of it being a buffet. Um, and so it was, I feel like... Buffets I, can serve hot food. Well, yeah, that's true. But I felt like this, none of the, they were all like lukewarmish sausages, and that but, was a little disappointing. If I can defend my point okay. here, um, mo- a lot of German restaurants that you go to, when you order sausages, they're not going to be super hot oh, okay. out of there. Yeah. Well, so I, they, I, they had cold sausages that were intended to be cold, like the sausage salad and stuff. But <sighs> the, like the, the regular, um, like, uh, Bratwurst, or like um, trying to, um, you know, uh, Nuremberg, like the different types of sausages you'll find in a German restaurant aren't always served super steaming hot. So it's, you know, it's not. It's not the craziest thing ever, but it's still buffet sausage is the thing. So I think for a buffet, they did a good job, but they're nowhere near the best. I'm okay. a sausage fiend, and they're nowhere near the best German sausage. Okay, yeah, then that makes more sense, because I, I wasn't super blown away. I was expecting <laughs> them to be amazing, and they were fine. They were, like, edible, but nothing that I was yeah. shocked with. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I was agree- I agree with you on the salad. It was nothing to be impressed with. Uh, and there was a couple... I'm trying to think if there was anything else that really is standing out, but... Uh, there was a potato leek soup, but it was like 100 degrees that day, so <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I, I wanted it, but I was like, I am already sweating, so I didn't. I passed on that. Um, but yeah, I think everything for me was like a range of fine to good, um, and then the pretzel roll being excellent. Mm-hmm. If I were to, if I were to compare this to the, you know, the one that like it gets bad press, but it gets much more press than Beer Garden is the San Angel Inn. And, you know, you think about that and 
they drop the ball there so much. And I honestly think that Beer Garden is the same concept, but executed much better. I've, you know, lately I've eaten there twice and it hasn't been my favorite ever, but it's been decent. It's been good. And the thing is walking into that, you're walking inside to walk outdoors. And there's something beautiful that catches me every single time about that simulated night sky. It's why I want St. Angel Inn to be great is because the theming was, it's really, really cool to eat there. And so my bar for food there isn't set as it's a buffet. I'm not setting it for best restaurant ever, but does it allow me to enjoy the theming and entertainment that's inside there? And it does. Well, here's the biggest difference that would absolutely, you know, all, th- all, all of the things being equal mm-hmm. tips me to beer garden. Um, the price for an adult for lunch is $32 and $17 for children. For dinner, it's $41 and $21. By Disney standards, buffet pricing, that is downright cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, far less than you're going to spend on a meal at San Angelin and a meal that's be much, much worse. Um, so, and, and you get the entertainment aspect too. And let's, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but even just no entertainment, let's just, you know, you know, apples to apples comparing food. Mm-hmm. Um, no question in my mind that beer garden, the much, much better value. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think you could absolutely do a late lunch this is one of those occasions where you could do a late lunch here, save the $9 mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. person, um, fill up and make that your big meal and not be overly disappointed. Easily, yeah. Um, let's talk about the desserts. Charles, you went to town on the desserts. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, I tried one of each of them. And let's see, we had uh, cheesecake, chocolate roll, um, various things that I can't necessarily pronounce uh peach almond cake apple strudel i wasn't a super fan of the strudel but i think you happen to think it was great. i took little taste i liked of it everything yeah i liked it it wasn't my favorite the thing i really liked was the german cheesecake and it's done differently than a new york style cheesecake but so it was don't very good don't go in there with that hey this isn't cheesecake i know cheesecake kind of thing he's it's, he's literally imitating me yeah um, it's a um, but the thing is, so it's layered a little bit with the soft cake in in the middle, and it's still got a, a similar flavor. I, so you have what you have is really a more of a traditional white cake on the top and the bottom, mm-hmm. and something closer to a traditional cheesecake in the middle. So it's almost like a a cheesecake sandwich, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I, I was surprised by it because yeah. I'd never seen that mm-hmm. before. But after taking a taste, I was like, wow, that's really good. Yeah, I was thrown off by the texture because it, like, it's a little dark in there. So I couldn't tell that it wasn't a normal cheesecake until I had it in my mouth. And I was like, whoa, that's not what I was expecting. But then after I continued to eat it, I realized it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we had those. Um, I think I'm trying to remember if there were any other real standouts. I think it was mainly you for the strudel, me for I the I really cheesecake. did like the strudel, yeah. yeah. Steve, what was your favorite on this? Uh... I mean, probably the cheesecake after I like I adjusted. Yeah. Um, there's also a good chocolate dessert that had like a cherry on top, that was pretty good. I don't remember the name of it though. Um, uh, yes, neither do I. Uh, was it was that the Rote Groots with vanilla sauce? I see that on the menu. I did not remember choosing that though, so it's like I'm. Let's just assume it is. Um, Very well could have been, yeah. but yeah, it was good. The one with the cherry and the whipped cream on top when you're there mm-hmm. um, was also. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I wasn't super blown away. I don't think this is like the go-to place for desserts by any means. I was. I thought. I thought the desserts were 
you marginally they're... better than what you get on most Disney really? buffets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I absolutely. Because a lot of times, you know, you, you, you do these buffets and you know, my favorite term, flavor vacuum, it's like they use that on the, they use the flavor vacuum on the desserts. They're just not very good and nowhere near worth the calories you're ingesting. Yeah. Uh, eating them. Um, I thought these were better. I think they could have been, there could have been more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I, I think overall, it was on the better side in terms of desserts over most buffets I do. Yeah. Well, sometimes with uh, Disney <laughs> buffets and desserts, like, because it's desserts and it's for a buffet, you have that feeling that they defrosted it literally right before they dropped it off. And with pastries, that's really difficult. So, like, you know, it's oh, here's this mini eclair or something like that, and it tastes abysmal. Here, at it least, has freezer burn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here, no, they're not mind blowing desserts, but as far as like a decent end of your meal, you'll probably find something you like. They also have like a little, I want to say, raspberry. Um, Sor not sorbet, um, trying to remember parfait maybe. So it was a little cup of raspberry thing. Not oh right, great. with the, like a vanilla yeah thing in it. Yeah. yeah. So um, the, this is a really know, detailed review. Yeah, I know it's um, great. Um, well, the thing is, it is a buffet. So yeah. um, I liked I liked pretty much everything they had. They had a solid dessert ending as far as buffet styles are, are concerned, and then you know it's entertainment wise. And let's talk about that. Um, you know, entertainment in restaurants can be cringy sometimes. Can be cringy, and you know, especially like the awkward factor already being in place with this you know gaggle of people around me that I don't know that I'm being forced to eat dinner with um, or lunch. Uh, <clears throat> but so the the it's a it's a German umpa band. Is that what yeah, that would be considered? Yeah, yeah um, and, uh, pretty much an umpa band, I think. Of, and flies, maybe? it was like, what was it three or four guys? Yeah, uh, four. Four guys yeah. um, putting on a show. Um, and all traditional German music and, uh, you know, entertainment. Um, and it lasted about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It was not, like, I could still hear the people across from me and next to me so it wasn't like blaringly loud um every table has a good view of the stage it's kind of set up that way uh and it was not at all cringeworthy it was Mm -hmm. it was cute good yeah yeah it was like perfect timing you know 15 minutes or so is enough for me to be like oh well that's nice but not that i have i'm forced to stare at some event for my entire meal didn't ruin conversations or anything well, like some entertainment can, and it was dynamic. It wasn't watching 15 minutes of the same thing, the same band play songs. They switched up, so they did traditional German music, but they also used, you know, kind of folksy German instruments. So they started out with like a regular umpa, you know, accordion, whatever kind of thing, and they moved on to a guy doing a performance using different cowbells and going with different size cowbells to play a song. And then they went on those. You know, horns from the Alps, those names I don't remember. Super you know, long the Ricola the Rica, commercial. The, the, the Ricola horns. Yeah. Um, the, the really long ones, but they, they played those. And so they kept it dynamic and you were entertained. You didn't have time to get bored 
and think, oh, well, I've seen this. It's dragging on. You didn't really have time for that before they, they quit. I don't remember how often they do it, but um, it's happened both times I've been there. And it's just nice. It's just a nice little side. It's entertaining, but it doesn't take up the space of your dinner. And if you're going to hit the buffet, you're, you're not going to feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss something because mm-hmm. I'm going to go refill my plate. The buffet's right there, and you know, you'll be fine. So, so There's also a little stage uh, or a little... Uh, platform right next to the stage mm-hmm. and they at some points invite like little kids to dance around and so i think for families that's a nice thing to you know let your, let your kids have fun run around a little well not run around and be wild but dance with their parents and mm-hmm. i think for families that's kind of a, a plus agreed and you know when you consider 32 dollars a person for this yeah um and of course we uh, use tables in wonderland a discount which uh, was 20 percent um, really reasonable, like by most standards, I think, mm-hmm. uh, reasonable. And the food, better than I expected, mm-hmm. with the exception of the, you know, nasty sausage salad and the brown wilted lettuce and sour, creamy herb dressing. Um, everything else, I, I I would say, was was better than I expected. One to ten, Steve, what do you give Beer Garden? Uh, I would say... Right about a seven. Uh, I think everything for me was good. Uh, and then that pretzel roll kind of what gave it. I would have said like a six and a half, but that, seven, that pretzel roll is going to give it a seven. Charles? Um, an eight. An I'm eight. Giving, yes, I'm giving it a solid eight. Price per value combined with the theming. And that's something that I don't, I really don't want to under, uh, understate. It's beautiful in there. It and is gorgeous. On a hot day, walking through that nice stone entryway and then walking outside into a night sky really takes you out of it. It really, we talk about immersion for restaurants and what are some of the most immersive. It really takes you out of there. You're right there. It's They've got like an autumn like mill like red leaved tree out there like it just you feel comfortable it's a nice setting and the detractor the only detractor i have for this is even with other people but otherwise as far as buffets on property and themed restaurants on property i think this really accomplishes it i think it's solid eight for me and i am going to split the difference uh and say seven and a half um uh I'm giving it points because it did exceed my expectations, but then again, my expectations were very, very low. It may not get a seven and a half the next time I eat there, but my point being, I will eat there again, provided I have enough people to surround me that I don't have to be dealing with anybody else. Um, But I think the combination of the food that was good, which was, I would say, maybe three quarters of the buffet, um, the service, our server ended up being awesome. Yeah, she was wonderful. Um, and the atmosphere and theme, uh, the the entertainment value of the band um, is why it's and the price, the price and the value for what you're paying. Um, absolutely, I, I think I feel comfortable with a seven and a half. But all right, so that is going to do it for our look at the Beer Garden Restaurant in Epcot. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, everybody.